been a great couple of weeks for Australian golf. We had the Australian PGA here at Royal Queensland, won by Cameron Smith, and we had the Australian Open for both men and women down at uh, um, Melbourne on the weekend. That's just completed on the line. To tell us how he thinks it's all gone is Wayne Persky from the Sunshine Coast Golf Centre. Morning, Wayne. How are you? I'm really well, boys. How are you? Yeah, very well. We're really uh, looking forward to your view on the wash-up of the Kingston Heath uh, Victoria Golf Club, sort of two courses, uh, two tournaments, uh, or three tournaments, including the Disabilities Tournament. How do you think it worked? Can it be tweaked? Will it continue in that fashion? Yeah, well, that's the word on, on the street, is that uh, it needs to be tweaked. So, look, Australia, Golf Australia have shown their hand that they, they want to go down the path of inclusiveness and and trying to keep the the game innovative and um i think they've done that um i really quite enjoyed it i just think the tv probably Mm. learned a few things and they'll probably do it a little bit different next time but uh the people that were at the golf course i think they they enjoyed the watching the three different categories and uh it just didn't quite match up with tv but i think they'll um they'll tweak that for next time and i think they're in it for the long haul so um, all in all, I think it was fairly successful. We had a pretty exciting tournament on in all three. So, you know, Adam Scott in contention always uh, makes it exciting, and uh, a young up and comer in uh, in Moronk taking the victory. So, I think it was pretty cool. One thing it did do really well, Wayne, was showcase these beautiful golf courses we have here in Victoria. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, that they are unique. You know, there's there's really they've tried to copy them in different parts of the world, but the sand belt um, has stood the test of time, and you know, looking at those those beautiful greens and the bunkering that goes around them, um, I love when they cut the green, they cut the bunker right to the edge of the green. It just uh, it's an amazing look, and um, yeah, that's what really attracts some of these top players to come and play for sure. Well, I think the strength of the tournament, uh, Wayne, uh, can be seen by the fact that Cameron Smith didn't make the cut for the last day, but it didn't seem to detract in any way from the interest, certainly in Victoria in terms of the crowds. Uh, they were massive and the TV interest was also high. So that's got to uh, give some heart to uh, Golf Australia that are on the right track here. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the negativity from the public is around the second cut. So, you know, having to cut the players to 30 players to go into Sunday from the traditional 60 or 70 um, meant that Cam Smith didn't get a run on... On Sunday, you know, he, he he probably was nursing a little bit of a hangover from his his PGA win and, and wasn't quite up to his best. But um, you know, the the feedback is that not everyone who plays in a golf tournament needs to win it to make a big difference mm. for them. So you know, someone who was say thirty fifth um, going into the last round could shoot a sixty five on the last round and shoot up into the top ten and and change their life. So. For golfers, um, you know, there's an opportunity missed there, but you know, there's plenty of other tournaments that they can, that they've got access to. Um, doesn't have to be this one. They know what it is going into it. So the guys between 30 and 70 still got paid. They just, um, didn't get an opportunity to improve their status over the, on the final day. So there's just, you just can't fit all of those players onto the course on a Sunday, unfortunately, but it does make for, um, pretty exciting stuff seeing the, the women, the men and the all abilities finishing trying to win an Australian Open. One thing it did do too, Wayne, with overseas winners and showcases our country to them. Uh, Ashley Buhai 
is the reigning British Open Women's Champion. She was sensational on Sunday. But Adrian Moronk, there's not too many golf courses even in Poland. I don't. I think he would be the only professional going around. And to win, I uh, would have had all Poland, they're their golf fans, eyes on Australia on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, he had a lot to play for. He was 56 in the world going into it. So, you know, impressive player to come and, and play in our Australian Open and trying to get into the top 50 in the world so that he could play the Masters next year. And he was successful. So, you know, that um, even even Adrian looking at the trophy, he said he didn't realise the names on that trophy and, and how old it was um, until he actually was holding the trophy, looking at it and seeing the likes of Jack Nicholas, Gary Player and and the like so Greg Norman of course um so yeah big big week for him he's got a, a massive future he's a he's a huge man I saw him at yeah. uh at the Australian PGA and he really stands out on the course in a in a day when you know most of these golfers are over six foot tall he looks like a monster so yeah and he's uh he's got a deft touch around the greens he really um took it to Adam Scott you know Adam Scott considered to be one of the best ball strikers in the world and um and Adrian Moronk sort of showed him up on the day. Well, he's very strong as well because he held up his girlfriend as she leaped all over him <laughs> at the 18th green. She was more excited than Adrian after his finishing uh, eagle. I mean, uh, Adam Scott, uh, you're a, a close friend of him, uh, Wayne. I mean, he would have been uh, delighted with the way things were going, but just a, just a tinge disappointed with how it finished? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He'll um, he'll be really disappointed at an, an opportunity lost. You know, he... Um, he played quite well for most of the week just didn't really put it all together towards the end there you know he just couldn't quite get it going on the last round to take it to Adrian so he sort of always had a buffer the whole way through you could see he was really trying and and mm. Stevie Williams on the bag really trying to get him through but um it just didn't go his way and that's the way it, it goes sometimes so second for Adam he's he won the Australian Open in 2009 and uh He'll probably win another one. I think he's 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 as he matures, he's still in in really top shape. That that golf swing's still as good as it ever was. So, I think uh, you know next year will be a pretty good year for Adam again. Wayne, uh, the unfortunate thing is we've also got another part of the DP tour happening in South Africa at the moment. I'd like to see that separated a bit so we can see more of the South Africans here and our lads going over there as well. Yeah, actually, that, that, that would probably make a lot of sense, you know, not to have them on at the same time. Um, we're almost compatriots with the, with, with the South Africans. We're bad above our, our averages on the world tour for population. So, yeah, it would be good if we could um, send a few of our guys over there and bring a few over here to try to bolster, you know, the numbers in our national opens. So I think that's a good idea. I might send an email. Mm. I'll tell you one thing, Wayne. Uh, one thing that did showcase with the we uh, men and women together was there's more than, uh, you know, one way to skin a cat. I mean, you see some of the men just sort of with the power game and unleashing with their swing. Well, that Ashley Buhai, she hardly laid the club on the ball. It looked like it was such a, a smooth swing. She's a uh, interesting player. She, she is, yeah. I mean, we were really lucky to have both British Open champions in yeah. the field this week with Cam Smith and Ashley Buhai. So... Yeah, the, the, you certainly can't knock the fields. The the, the quality of the, the field for the women was um, extraordinary. And we saw um, some young Australian girls have a chance to win and uh, and showcase their talents. So amongst the blokes, you know, that there was, you know, at one stage it looked like there was a chance for Minwoo Lee and, and Minji Lee to both mm. win. So I think that's that's pretty cool. We have to mention that um, Minji and, and Minwoo were really lucky to have, you know, 
players of that calibre, brother and sister, on the world tour and um, and coming back to Australia to compete and really enjoying it. I know Min Woo um, loves coming back, so we can consider him um, a staple for, for the years to come. He really enjoyed the uh, the public support and um, and the galleries sort of get around him. He's, he's quite a... Um, a charismatic he young is, player. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. And, uh, you know, Min, Min G's tend to, she's quite shy and sort of goes about her business, but, but Min Woo's the sort of, the more outgoing of the two. Enjoyed watching him play. Their mum must be some sort of teaching pro because she's done a marvellous job with these two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they both have the whole package, don't they? I mean, when you see Min, Min Woo in real life, he's actually, you know, a fairly tall sort of a fellow. He looks, slight on tv but he's actually you know a really good athlete and um and minji's the same so huge work ethic really good interaction with the crowd you can't go wrong with that yeah he's really demonstrative though isn't he uh unlike his sister who's sort of very reserved around the course yeah. uh, you know what's going uh through min Wu's uh, uh mind and he's great to watch uh, and again I, I suppose before leaving the australian Open, we should mention hannah green finished off another good season with with a good finish uh in the australian couldn't quite make a charge on the last day but finished very high up on the leaderboard obviously yeah she just looked a little bit out of sorts on the last day i think she was struggling with a bit of hay fever and it was hot. You could tell that it's been a long year. She was a, a bit exhausted, and you could tell that the the energy just deflated out of her when she realised that she probably wasn't going to win this week. So, um, but yeah, she's world class. Um, she's a good athlete, and um, I can see next year she'll be eyes on the prize with uh, with majors. That's for sure. You know what I like about her, Wayne, is she's taken it upon herself that she will take over from Kawi Webb. Not as the, the best Australian golfer going round necessarily, but to usher in the next generation, as Kari Webb has done with so many of these young ladies that get on tour, that she's taking it upon herself, that she'll be the go-to, the sounding board to help out young players transitioning from from amateur to professional. It's really a um, it's really a thing that us Australians tend to do, you know, compared to say the Americans, where it's you know everyone for themselves and they bring their own group of of people their own sort of gang we we tend to congregate in groups and have mentors and you know one of the first guys to do that was was greg norman um he he took adam scott and and a bunch of guys under his wing when they first went over to america and helps them not only just with golf but you know how to handle the financial stuff and and you know investments and how to not waste your money and don't be silly sort of stuff so you know we've been really good at that over the years all the way down to you know craig parry and peter senior and those mm. guys they're always blokes you can pick the phone up and give them a call and they'll they'll give you advice it's um it's really something special about us australians as a group you know we we, we tend to have to travel a long way and um it's a good thing that we're we're built like that that we look after our mates and, uh, Wayne, just on uh, Cameron Smith, obviously uh, spent a lot of energy, both physical and emotional, in the Australian PGA victory, and he sort of never got off to a start in the Australian Open and sort of never really had a run at it, did he? No, I mean, it's obviously been a massive year for Cam too, and, um, you know, the big week in, in Brisbane in front of his friends and family um, probably celebrated a little bit too hard into... Sunday night and didn't get the preparation. Yeah, there's a lot of media stuff that they have to do as well. So, you know, you've only got so much in the tank and um, Cam's tank was probably fairly empty 
um, as much as he would like to have got it over the line in the last one, um, you could see that he just probably had enough and he's looking forward to Christmas. Mm. Wayne, always a pleasure to chat to you about golf. Uh, how Australian, the old kookaburra going off in the background there yep. for you? Uh, look, this morning I had a rooster visit from next door and uh, the chicken, my girls, were going berserk. I had a peacock here and black cockatoos. So Jeez, where are you? <laughs> Just yeah. up in Mullaney. Okay, you know, Mullaney this, is, right, eh? this is standard for us. So, yeah, I hope it didn't come through too loudly. That's live radio for you. I oh, know yeah. we, we love the cookaburra. No, no, no apologies required there, Wayne. Always a pleasure, mate. We'll chat next week. Have a good week, boys. See you later.